All right, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Bold Expressions. Today, I am here with a coworker of mine. Uh, he prefers to go by the name Omega. Omega, go ahead. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Um, I wanted to uh, do this episode with him because he is doing something that I think is, is pretty cool. Um, both of us are fans of um, the popular anime Dragon Ball Z of the Dragon Ball franchise. What is Dragon Ball? What, it came out in the 80s? Yeah, just about, about 1980, 18. Actually, I looked it up real quick. Yeah. So basically, you know, if, if anybody... I don't know how, but if, if, if anybody, for whatever reason, is not familiar with uh, the series, uh, it is based off the Chinese uh, tale, Journey to the West, um, to where it has the, it starts off with the young boy, Goku, um, who was, uh, <clears throat> who's based off the character, Sun Wukong, and him he's going through adventures and the first part of the series focuses heavily just strictly on like chinese martial arts movies and then when you get to z um he's an adult and that i would say that delves more into like the sci-fi part of it with finding out that goku's an alien and it's this whole superman story to where he's the last of a race and he was sent off to earth um you you meet other alien races and then there's a whole thing with androids it's a whole terminator thing apparently the um creator um yeah akira toriyama he was a big like star wars and um terminator and aliens fans you can see it in like a lot of the um quote-unquote movies that they had I say quote-unquote because they're only like an hour long but you can tell from a lot of shots in there right especially Frieza that I think was his second form and he definitely looks like a xenomorph but um Omega has started a um yeah fan I was gonna say fanfic but I don't, those don't only have a, a different connotation a fan manga uh entitled uh was it war of the shinryu okay um and i just want to interview him and have him talk to you about how he got started with it and what interests him and you know just things like that so what made you decide that you wanted to uh come up with a fan manga well actually it's funny funny you ask it's it's one of those things that follows you through a certain time point in time in your life. It's when I first started watching Dragon Ball for the first time. And, you know, it inspired me, you know. And I, at that time, I was also a WWE fan, too. So, really, the main character of the story came from this imagination I had of a very strong WWE superstar that I used to create in all types of WWE games and everything. But that soon changed when I, you know, kind of fell off WWE and I wanted to explore more. So when I really started watching more Dragon Ball and, you know, it's just, it's the action, every, all, throughout history, everything just makes you just fanboy and everything. But, you know, the idea really didn't stem from just watching Dragon Ball. It was the fact that, you know, I read a lot of fan mangas. And 
I was really, you know, taken back by how creative a lot of people were and whatnot. But it was one of those things to where it's like, you know, I wanted to do something different. So it wasn't until after I had my main character drawn that it really sparked something that I wanted to do. So the main character's name is Dragon. And after after a while, you know, like beforehand, it started off as Shadow Dragon. It was weird. It was cringeworthy, so to speak. <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, the main character, it started off with just him. And then I wanted to go further beyond in that, like Super Saiyan 3 Goku. Yeah. And I went on from his, from him to his brother. And from his brother, it went stemmed on until finally I asked my artist, hey, you know what? I want to make a fan manga. Um, how much would it cost for you to, you know, help me out? And, you know, it, it was a pretty penny. It was a worthy investment, though. Mm-hmm. And we already got the first chapter started and everything. It really started about, when did I start this? started when I first started working at the airport, if I remember correctly. It was like 20, 20, uh, 2017, 2018, 2016, I think. No, I was there two years, so it was 2017. Okay. And so you, okay, I, I know you said, I've seen some of your drawings. What made you, uh, how long have you been drawing? How long have you been, well, has that been an interest of yours? Well, I've been drawing since I was in like middle school. And you know, I'm elementary school, actually, you know, bad. But in middle school, I really started dibbling, dabbling, just sketching and everything. I do doodles here and there. You know, I used to have my drawings, I lost them all <laughs> throughout all the moves and everything else. But you know, after a while, I just got one of those artist blocks. Say. And for a while I stopped drawing and it wasn't until I started this manga I really really started to get back into drawing. And I must admit, you know, I'm from judging from if anyone see my Twitter, you know, from day one I started back drawing all the way up until now, it's actually been a major improvement, I must say. Would you uh, what have been some of the things that have made you <clears throat> sorry, what are some of the improvements that you feel that you've made because I I myself I used to love drawing in <clears throat> younger but it was a thing of me myself was trying to get everything perfect and so I know in class I would have the drawing it would be good but I wouldn't be finished because I would I would be so focused on some meticulous was that something a problem you had or did you learn to move past that or well uh, part of that was a problem but mainly i didn't have the motivation to keep keep the drawing i was at first it was like i couldn't really find what i really wanted to do with that mm-hmm. it's like i felt like it was something that was beneath me it was useless i couldn't do nothing with it it's like i didn't have no motivation and it wasn't until it was like i started going back and doodling and started doing you know drawings here and there but it's like it really didn't spark for me. It was like every now and again I do a little drawing here and do a little drawing there, but it was wasn't nothing compared to what it is now. Mm. And it was it was mainly a motivational thing. It's like you know, especially when you're working so much and you have a family and everything, it's hard to get around to just sitting and drawing and everything. Mm. And you know, I would look at other artists and I admit I would feel overwhelmed because it's like they're so good right. they're really good and I feel like I was never live up to that expectation but 
you know, it took me a while to get out of that funk and understand that I can do that. I just need to keep working at it, you know, and I just need to get better equipment because it takes certain equipment to get up on that level. So, right. I will. I would say that that is <clears throat> something that is always big. I I I love artwork. It's like the like certain comics. I have a few comics. A lot of comics I have is more predicated based on I like this artwork better than more so than what kind of story it is. It's like when I got in the story, I was like, okay, I like the story too. But I've always been interested in art, and even <clears throat> I probably should afterwards uh show you this video to this guy uh it's just uh adc art attack and he does drawings he does some manga drawings he does a lot of uh dragon ball z drawings and it's pretty cool but i know that was something that i've had too about comparing yourself to other people and getting in your own head about something and i've i've realized even when doing this to where it's like, oh, it's not as polished as I want it to be. It's not like this. It's not like these people. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, I will never be any good if I'm keep trying to compare yourself to, to right to other people. Mm-hmm. The and only that's, thing, that's right? A real life kind of thing is like, if you try, like for example, you got a house. Right. You go to somebody else's house and they try to compare your house. And, oh, I wish I had that. I wish I had that. I wish I had that. Oh, they got such big stuff. This is that. The thing is, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people can't. You got to stay within your means, you know. You'll eventually get there. You just got to understand that you got, you can't just, you know, go, go head on and trying to, you know, put yourself up there just because someone else has it, you know. You right. Be grateful for what you have. Right, and it's also um, different people's success is not necessarily yours. Mm-hmm. So and so, the. You may want to aspire to that level, but do it within your own voice. Mm-hmm. Like there's certain like artwork I like, and I would you know look and be like, I would like to do that, but only in my style or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, now getting to your artwork, do you have where there's any reference that you use, like something that you it's like, okay, I'm going to use this as a base and then change certain things as you went along. <laughs> yes, actually. It was um, the Shinryu were based off of a uh, artwork by, I forgot his name, on Divine Art. Okay. And it was they, it was called uh, Ryushin. And it would, it looked amazing. It looked, it looked like what you, it would look like, it looked like a freezer race combined with a Shinron character. And it looked really good and then it went from because originally before i had that before that picture it was another picture i had and it was it was actually by the same artist that does the artwork for my uh manga and it was uh, asmodeus shinron and for a while <laughs> funny story that's really how i really started getting my okay go it's really how i got my creativity going is through roleplay and I used to roleplay a lot like I was on I don't know if anyone remembers this platform called Google Plus 
and <laughs> oh yeah, I was on Google Plus. It was an yeah. old social media platform, and it was like communities, and it's like I joined a lot of Dragon Ball communities. I role play a lot. I would even host my own communities and set up the rules and everything. Do have little scenarios playing out, and it really, really went on, really like took off from there. Because it's like I was role playing as these characters. I really got, I really felt like I was getting into character and everything with these characters. It may sound crazy, but you know, when you when you are naturally inclined to act, mm-hmm. and you know, and for a while I've been trying to do voice acting too. But and like when you're naturally inclined to act and you feel one with that character, you know, you start to get a different perspective on what you want to do with that character. It's like, you know, from Asmodeus Shinron to Ryushin to what it is now, I can really look back and I can just say to those artists, thank you for your, like, motivation, well, not motivation, but for your inspiration because it's because of these artists that I really was able to come up with my own idea. And that, for a while, was my motivation because I didn't like the fact that I was using other people's characters as my own to have a story or not even a story but have like a what what, what, what do I call that a character a character uh, a character of, uh, base I don't know I a can't character think. base or, or, or oh, uh, template wouldn't it yeah character template okay but it's really that motivation that really pushed me to be like, to go with my artist and be like hey I want to get, I want to get some drawing. Can you help me out? Mm-hmm. Actually, it didn't even start with him. It actually started with another artist that gave me a, the base that I really needed to the basis of what I really needed for the Shinryu look, because I gave him a description. And it cost me twenty dollars to do it, so it was cheap. Mm-hmm. So I got that and started off with that, but I wasn't satisfied. It was basic. It was small, a little short, little character. Mm-hmm. So I took it to my other to Eric, my, art, my artist that does my manga. Mm-hmm. And he took that and he turned it into something amazing. And from there, that's where the whole idea of the Shinryu race started. And then that, from that point, after about a year or a year or two of working on these characters and everything, doing other things with these characters, I finally came came down to, hey, I want to make a manga. And from there, we got I got typing and everything. I really utilize my role playing skills <laughs> to start typing. It's like, cause naturally I'm a really good writer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I started typing and it's like, I couldn't stop. You know, I didn't know how, where I wanted to stop. So I told myself, I gave myself a goal, 10 chapters, simple. Mm-hmm. It sounds simple, but <laughs> it's not as simple as it looks. It's like, you have to, I type and it's like, you type like about a page or two. Then you have, I have to send it to him and then he has to analyze it and then put it in manga form you know preferably you know i you know he uh, at first he wanted me to like have it like to go in and take things out and everything but then after a while he got used to it he was like okay i prefer it this way don't do that don't do that because then that would complicate things yeah so from there got he drew drew out chapter one Chapter one, not, not, not. Chapter one is purposely made to be short. I want to tell everyone that now. It's only three pages. It's meant to be that way. This is a brief overview of what to expect. The rest of chapter one, whatever, 
will actually come out in pieces throughout the entire story. You know, kind of like little Easter eggs or little flashbacks or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, you've uh, commented on your working relationship with your artists. Um, how is it that you, because I've seen you on Twitter, how is it that you've cultivated, or I guess you started saying that you started gathering the, the people around you for your manga off of uh, Google Plus or RIP. So did you take them and did you tell them, how did you get them involved in what you were doing? How did you get them excited for it? Well, uh, yeah, let me think. It's, it was a while ago. Uh, what, what happened was like, what really got them excited is when I first showed them the first page. And people, they really motivated us. Like, you know, I told, I explained, and it was like people that came with me from Google Plus, when Google Plus shut down, I managed to stay in contact with a few of my friends. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why I made new friends and everything. So. so, what really got them excited is when I, you know, I'm like, hey, you know what? I want to show y'all something. And you're like, what you got to show me? I'm, make, I'm making a manga. I told them that. Mm-hmm. I told them I'm making a manga. They're like, oh my God, that looks so good. That looks amazing. This, this, that. And, you know, they were like, they wanted to know. They really were interested. I'm like, would you guys like to? Well, actually, I didn't ask them for help until later on down the line. Mm-hmm. And that's when I really wanted to take it a step further. And it was actually, it wasn't, it wasn't even that, it wasn't that long ago when I asked them for some help. But it's like, because for, for, I wasn't sure how it looked. Because at first, <laughs> funny story, how it started. It was a story I was trying to, t- I typed up on what Wattpad, and they were once called the Ark Divine Dragons. <clears throat> it was terrible. And I'm looking back at the story, I still have it. And I look back at it as motivation. Never, ever again will I be, th- be this un- uncreative. Like, I don't know, I felt like it was uncreative. It was a base idea. I don't know. It, for me, it was just looking at it now, it's like, ugh. It's like you ever see a YouTuber look back at their old videos and they cringe a little because he's like, yeah. that sounded like that. I typed that. I did what? <laughs> but um, from there, when I showed them this, like really, they got jumped. They hopped on board when I first showed, showed them that old cringy story that where they were called Orc Divine Dragons. I can't stop. I gotta get that out of my head. It's just terrible. Orc Divine Dragons, like, come on. <laughs> but eventually, the name had changed. And I eventually, I really, I started going on Google Google Translate and just typing up different things, different combinations like Dragon Gods or, or Orc Divine Dragons. I didn't type that in. That didn't get me far. And eventually, I came up with the word Shin Ryu. And Shin Ryu really stuck. I'm like, ooh, really? What does that mean? I'm like, let me check outside Google Truck Translate and met God Dragon, your Dragon Gods. And I wanted to like use that as a, uh, I guess, an aim. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it stuck. And now my, now the people like I've got on my, on my end, they're helping me write and everything. They're giving me critiques and everything. Like, okay, mm-hmm. you can do this differently. How about you use this? And like, I, I welcome the criticism. I tell them like, look, I'm gonna show y'all this. Tell me what I could change, please. I want your criticism. And there's actually one person in particular that really stuck out 
and really helped out. And not only just in writing, but voice acting too. I got like two people so far. Yeah. And he he really helped mold this chapter. And Eric, my artist, he the original uh, chapter one, you know, was different than how this chapter one is. But this chapter one is better. Because, you know, he gave he gave his overview on the Shinryu and how they started off. And so from there, that's how I kind of molded my story. And, excuse me. Really molded my story into what it is now. And so far, it's dramatic. It's sad. I find myself crying sometimes when I type it. And I'm the, I'm the writer here. How do I cry when I'm right typing it up and everything? But that's the thing. That's how, that, that's how you can see the connection that me or anyone else will have with these characters is that there's emotion it's a good story and, and you want to make sure you keep that because I, I hate i hate to say it but you know the main dragon ball series has some issues with sticking to story a lot of the time if you ask me and especially characters like there's so many characters that start off and then they uh, the quick a quick um uh, geek aside real quick from the, from the interview that is one of my main issues with GT the fact that they threw away everything that they built up to be okay we're going to focus on Goku and his granddaughter that nobody knows and it's annoying we're going to tease you all the people that you remember and it, how cool it would be to see them older like Trunks and Goten but then it's like oh you just get Trunks and it's like but Goten was like his go to so you Tease us with the possibility of seeing them together older and seeing an older version of their fusion of Gotenks. Mm -hmm. But then you, like I said, you side pass that for, you know, his annoying granddaughter. And it's, it's a thing of like, yeah, it's, it's like they wanted to turn him back into kid to try to, I guess, capture that old school Dragon Ball feel. But it's like they, it's it's like they wanted to stay with Dragon Ball, but at the same time, kind of go further into like the sci-fi and other different lore. Yeah, and it kind of didn't fit. Yeah, and it they they neutered everybody in the process. <laughs> it's like nobody is like the person who they built up at the end of Z. He spent what was it seven or ten years training Ooh. I think it was seven years. I believe. He I trains believe. this guy for seven years. He he abandons his family mm-hmm. and trains this guy for seven years. You know, he is, you know, his protege. He does nothing. He's in he's in one fight. He fuses, gets stronger, and is worthless. He's he's not in another. He does nothing else. Nobody else matters but him. And it's like you First, first of all, the the stories that they have kind of retcons a lot of things, and like I said, it it dismisses a lot of characters that people want. It's like people like the show for more than just Goku, right? Like, and that's that's kind of the aim of Dragon of my fan manga. It's like there's more to Dragon Ball than just the main series or Goku, Vegeta, Piccolo, Gohan, all that stuff. And what my what my story is or my manga is designed to do stray completely away from that and have his own story his own set of characters like every character that's in this manga has nothing to do with the main series and 
you know, I do get criticism, negative criticisms about how some people say, oh, you can't have a Dragon Ball story without the main characters. I beg to differ, honestly. And though, and I feel like the people that say that are those who are like close-minded to the, and not saying that they're close-minded. I'm not trying to throw shade at anybody. Mm-hmm. But those are the type of individuals that are close-minded to and want to like, don't want change or don't want to see anything different, you know. And I've seen a lot of Dragon Ball fan bombs, and they're good. Mm-hmm. They're really good, and they're really good because they like they come they when they talk about the main story. Like a lot of the fan bombs come from the main story. Mm-hmm. They're like they like oh, Psychor, the son of Goku. He was pretty good for Dragon Ball AL. Um, yeah, I've seen that. I I read some of it, but then at the same time, it's just like. It's one of those kind of worldly situations to where it's like you created somebody whose thing is like just that they're strong. It's like, well, how is it that they're so much stronger than all these other people? And then when they explained why, it's just like, it's, it's like given what we've seen of these people that he's supposedly mixed with, he still shouldn't be as strong as he is, like overwhelmingly so. And it's you know, um. But that's that's just my my thinking of it. It's like I'm not the artwork is good, mm-hmm. and I I do think that it is. You know the the whole criticism about that is, it's kind of odd considering that it's like you know it's a fan manga. Mm-hmm. None of these stories are canon, right? It's like none. Is it not like you're writing for the manga or the series? Exactly. So you can make it by whatever you want to. Exactly, and the thing is. I tell people the whole time is like it may not have anything to do with the main series, but there are Dragon Ball elements in the story. Right. So like the Omni King, Dragon Ball, Saiyans, Dragon Ball, the Makians, Dragon Ball. Um, what am I missing? Oh, Freezer Race. Uh, we don't even call them that. We call them either Frost Demons or Corsairs. You're trying to come down to the conclusion. Of yeah, I don't think they ever gave him a name. They just they never gave him a name. It's like I can't say freeze away because then that would be that would imply that the story has something to do with Freeza or right. the main series. So I, I tend to stick with what the fans came up with. Either the Acrosians, I feel like that's better. And or better yet, the Frost Demons, honestly, because that's what they are. They're, like there's this I'll give y'all a little teaser. We got a future manga coming up. And it has something to do with an an Acrosian Emperor. I got permission from my artist to use him. His name is Articon. And you know that's gonna be a pretty dramatic story. I won't go too much into detail just yet because it's not much on the works yet. But that is a future down the line manga that's gonna that's gonna have a character from another one of my friends, one of her main her original characters mm-hmm. that she made. And uh, I, I tell the way the way I'm trying to get this to work is I want to give everyone a chance to have implement their manga or I mean their idea or their characters because honestly I'm, I'm making a whole universe right now I need to have you know different elements and different characters coming in and so with that being said it's like by you know trying to form trying to make sure that the, the timeline that I'm making is great I'm trying not to have as try to have as little plot holes as possible because it's like you know, people will spot that in a millisecond. Like, oh, yeah. if this happened, why did this happen? Right. And that's why I try to rethink it. That's why I go back and I read and make sure everything fits. Because a lot of time, there would be parts of my story where you'd be like, or you're probably going to be like, okay, so 
it started off like this, so where's this? And then it comes out in the middle of, this, the middle of that chapter, like, oh, no, that's where they were, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my, my, my goal is to be, like, I really got a lot of inspiration from Man of Steel and the MCU. And I'm not trying to take, I'm not taking anything really out of the book, but the element of surprise, the dramatics, and all that, like, that's really inspiring me to make, to really type it the way that it's being typed. Um, how, uh, what was I going to say? The, uh, I, you, you talk about, um, taking criticism and different ideas from other people that you, <clears throat> as far as artists and the other friends in your community, how long did it take you to, how do I want to phrase it? How, how long did it take you to be like, to separate yourself from like, okay, this is what I want to do. This is my idea. This is, you know, the thing I gave birth to and then have other people come in and give their idea and change what you were doing. And for you to be like, okay, this could work or, Hey, this is better than what I than what I initially thought. It took me about, and I, I, this might not be as accurate, but it took me about two years, two two and a half years to really like open up and allow people to come in. Because my biggest fear was that someone's gonna come in and try to steal my idea. And I've I've, I've had uh, probably one instance, but this was a different situation. It wasn't like a story based. Uh, situation, but I have you ever have someone on social media try to pose as you and then like do bad shit and whatnot? It no, probably never happened to you. No, but on Google Plus, that shit that, that I mean, I'm not excusing the language, but that crap was absolute like trolls mm -hmm. and stuff like that. That that they were a problem. Yeah, the I, I wasn't on much. The only time I went in there because I didn't I didn't have a social media presence. I don't even say presence. That sounds stupid. I wasn't on social media until I started this. And that is pretty much the only reason I have it. Both of my Twitter and my Instagram are strict or the name of my podcast. Mm -hmm. I don't have any pictures of me and my family. Mm -hmm. The only place I, I really have pictures of me and my family anywhere is really on my Facebook. But even then, that's like limited. Yeah, and it's like, you know, I wanted to be strictly for this. It's like, so, you know, and I've seen the trolls on there. And, you know, that, you know, that, that encouraged not wanting to be really part of those groups. Because it's like, you know, it's like, it's like, why would I come on here to deal with people that I wouldn't deal with in real life? And it's like, at that point, it's like what I ended up doing blocking them, ignoring them, and eventually, and, and a lot of people followed because like, they were, uh, there was a lot of my times they would bother my friends on there. And there a lot of people that I've come with that followed me all the way up to Discord and follow my Twitter, you know, a lot of people that I know from back then. And they, you know, they were always, you know, sort of problem. And I would tell them, look, just block them because you're, you're going to go on and on with this and you'll keep giving them fuel, you'll keep giving them something to use. So, really, that was my biggest fear is that someone's going to come around and just, you know, I had a problem with trusting people, if that, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And, you know, once I, you know, once I've seen, I really witnessed how supportive they were. It's like, hey, I got this character for you. Here, you read this, and I'll help you out with this. And it's like, you know, I read their stories, and on the MeWe page that we have, 
they would post, you know, little stories about their, their characters and everything. Interesting. Very interesting. I really, I really enjoy it. And I'll tell you, you know what? You deserve a manga. I'll give you one. You know, and I, they may not come when they, you know, immediately, but it'll come up in the future. Mm-hmm. Especially once I get a bigger team. Because right now we're only a small group of people. And we only got so many people. And we're like one person drawing. Besides our concept artists. And we also got a music producer too. Mm-hmm. And me trying to come up so I can get get on their level and help them because that's really why I really started back drawing because I told myself I'm like man I don't feel right about this I don't want them doing all the work you know I mean I, I credit them but I don't want them just doing all the work because from what I can see a fan manga is very hard to draw do uh, as one person especially when we got other commissions coming in Right. And I've seen this firsthand with my artist because he get overwhelmed from time to time and everything. So I mean him would sit down and tell him like, hey look, how about we pick this day for you to work on the manga and then every other day you catch up on whatever you need to do. We came to an agreement on that. Right. I think that's 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 uh good to have a um sounds like you have like a real partnership with them and figuring out what to do. Don't my only I guess glimpse into that that working that type of working relationship. Uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts about uh, comics, um, and they will talk about they've know some people, some like you know current writers and whatnot, and they will talk about how some things are delayed because a particular artist is very detailed. They're a great artist, and so you know how different things like that work and how it is really important for a writer and an artist to be on the same page as far as like you were saying earlier am i putting too many words on the thing am i am i describing too many things for you to try to pick up and draw and then it's like am i drawing these to the um expectation that you have of them exactly and that's the thing we're always talking about and it's time to it's like it's like me (laughs) part of me is like like that little that little kid or that little that younger version of me is just excited because like when I first seen chapter one I was like oh my goodness when's chapter two coming out mm-hmm. you know and it's, it's taking a while because then it's like there's a lot of drawbacks and we're trying to come up ways to fit all ten chapters into fifteen pages mm-hmm. or or I might end up paying a little more for some pages I mean I don't mind it but I you know I want to make sure that we can utilize all of our options. Because if our, all of our options don't work, then yes, I'll pay for it. But right now we got 15 pages to work with, so I want to see if we can fit everything. And you know, I threw out some suggestions and everything, and you know, he implemented those um, uh, suggestions and everything. And um, nowadays, what he's doing now, he's going from digital to hand to traditional mm-hmm. because, like, you know, his eyes aren't that good. It's like his eye, it's like his eyes kind of. Like, you know, if you stare at a computer screen for so long, right. it bothers your eyes. And him, they, it, it doesn't do him any justice. It's like, so, you know, and, he, and not only that, he's going, going to traditional, and he's also showed me a way. This is recently how he's doing it. He's going to make it easier. He's going to make the panels a bit smaller or, you know, make them fit, make it better to fit. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of like the idea I gave him was to, you know, I might not, you know, implement like, you know, multiple things on a single 
page, you know, kind of like divided up so that we all fit. It's like, you know, kind of like sections. Right. Like you have like this many, this, or this, 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 and only use a full page if like there's a, like a major scene. Right. Like there's, <laughs> there's one of the third drawings he drew for me. And this was an all amazing drawing. It was uh, the two brothers colliding, getting ready to fight and everything. So amazing. I seen this picture. I tell you, a tear went down my eye because I'm just like, this is amazing. And just to this day, I still get that little, that little feeling. But I tell that tear, don't you dare come out of <laughs> I think it's cool that you're so um, excited, that you're so passionate about, you know, this and that you're, <sighs> what's the word I'm looking for? You're, you're not afraid to show your passion for things. I know uh, what a lot of things uh, with, with some some ways some people act. Uh, I was talking to some people earlier today um, to where it's to, to now it's like if you show any kind of compassion or emotion about you anything. So quick to judge. Right. And it's like, oh, it's like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, he's. You know, being excited about this is like, but you're being excited about something that you created, something that you thought of. Okay, now now remember, um, people, um, you're excited about something, and some people be like, oh, you know, you're, you know, as I say, geeking out, but it's like it's, 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 it means something to where you have. I remember the first time I recorded something and I saw you know people actually looking at it and I you know I think the highest the highest number of plays I have for a single one of my episodes was I think it's currently like 75 plays that's all you get more of this one this one (laughs) um and like I have from I have almost a hundred and like I have like 800 between 800 plays between the like all of them combined yeah and it just when you have an idea for something and you put it out there and even if it's just a small number of people it makes you feel a certain way to, to be like and I think it's you know cool that you're like there's something I did there's something I created and I'm, I'm excited about it. And you know, that was a you know in the beginning, I was always worried because you know beforehand, whenever I was drawing everything, someone seen me drawing, I get judged. You know, I, I I would get judged in a negative way sometimes. You know, because in the early times, during middle school, uh, a little bit uh, beginning of high school, I was bullied. Mm-hmm. And you know, I wouldn't say like bully bully, but it's like people always talk about me. Like I was not necessarily the most tempered person in the world. Mm-hmm. So that always resulted in a very, very violent outburst from time to time. Because I didn't like it. It's like I had not been a couple of times. I would get beat up or put a shovel around and everything. It wasn't until I really started, like, you know, changing my attitude. Because that that's what really changed my mindset. It's like, you know, and it's like, you know, a lot of people nowadays my age, you know, they, they a lot of people don't get out of that mindset. It's like a lot of people right now are suffering from depression or anxiety or whatever and a lot of people can't really like what's the word um, function right function like like no one not a lot of people like me 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I was either willing to talk. Like, once I changed my mindset, I was either be like, oh, you talking about my mama? Well, look what your mama didn't like. You know, or I was always saying something back or whatever. But eventually went from that to eventually just like, I don't care. You know, I don't care what you say. I don't care what you have to say about me. If you heard something about me, well, it may be true or maybe not true. I don't know. I don't care, you know? Right. So it eventually came down to the point where it was just like I just became nonchalant about things, you know, people would say and everything. It's like that's another perk about working security. It's like, you know, for a while I worked security, so I really learned to grow a thick skin because people are not nice. Right. People are not nice to us security guards, I tell you. And it and I it didn't hit me until I really started doing doing that that type of work. And it's like I was like why are people so mean <laughs> like but and, you know but it helped me learn and from there it really gave me that straightforward mindset just you know just go for it you know no matter what people say you know if i gotta defend my defend what you know i believe in so be it but i'm not gonna let it get bother me because i'm it's not gonna stop me from what i'm doing and you know and you know i get a lot of people you know uh be like you know they're like you know like i said earlier it's like Oh, you can't have a Dragon Ball story without, without Dragon, you know, without the main series or whatnot. But like I told him, I beg to differ. And sure enough, I'm built, I'm proving it. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm getting such a fan base right now. It's like I never thought I would ever get this far to end up on a podcast either. <laughs> like, honestly, I never thought I would get this far, and I'm actually, I'm really excited. I really am. And it's like I get to. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the opportunity to really tell my, my end of what's going on as far as the whole, you know, what goes on in my head with this, with this whole thing. And really what's going on in my head is I'm really excited. I'm anxious. It's like I'm, the, the last chapter, I'm typing. The last ch- chapter, I'm almost done. It's like that sure assurance that I'm almost finished. But I still have to wait. Because even if I finish up typing everything, I still gotta wait for the page to get drawn out. It takes time. All that takes time. And you know, I talk to my wife all the time. She tells me, "You gotta be patient, baby. You know, he's only one guy." And I'm like, "Yes, I understand that." You know, he tells me the same things. I'm only one person. I'm only I'm doing the best I can. I'm like, I understand. I understand. I know. I need to relax. You know, and it took me you know, at the husa sometimes. I'm just like, man, because it's like people out there that want to know. Like what's happening next or what what's going on? And people on my MeWe page, they get to see you know the background because that's why I started this little thing called Partner Program on Discord. Mm-hmm. So only select few people get to see what's going on behind the scenes. And you know when you know all all nine chapters so far is typed typed up and put on there so far only because you know and, you know for either critiquing or for them to see you know what they in store for in the future like real soon and it's like you know me, me posting all this stuff and everything and they're putting it out there and showing everyone what I got going on and as far as you know what I got typed up and everything you know it's giving them motivation to keep coming back and keep you know helping, helping out and not only that but I, I'm giving them something giving them something to, to something to entertain them because me I like entertaining people Putting a smile on people's face is one of the things I like doing. <laughs> All right, but um, we'll probably wrap it up here. It's about 
you know, 43 minutes, 40 some minutes. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, I, you know, it's, it's cool that you started something. I, one, one thing I, I think people, some people may not understand or whatnot is that how, what, what, what am I trying to get to the thing of you don't have to not everything has to be the biggest thing in the world for you to mm-hmm. succeed or for you to be happy that you're doing something. Yeah, you don't get like, famous like, overnight. Right. And it's like some people, er, yeah, everybody's looking for that viral thing. It's like, oh, I did this thing and I got so many followers overnight. Yeah, I get, I get, I see a lot of that. Oh, I'm trending. It's like you get that, what's that, 15 minutes of fame? Right. That a lot of, here's the thing, you, a lot of, I've heard this before, it's like you, you learn more from your, failures in your success because especially if you get success early on and then sometimes those people end up flaming out because they don't really know what works they just did this one thing it worked and they kept doing it eventually just right and they you know they you're they did it once and you know it's like oh i'm i'm successful and it's like but you don't they haven't really tested things out into when you fail at something, like you say, you build up that thick skin to where it's like, okay, now everything's gonna work out. I have to temper my expectations and do things, move a little differently. And you're able to learn some things. And when you skip to the top, you there's a lot of lessons that you, you know, that you move past. Um, I also think that some people they don't have your passion for this. They don't have a passion for anything else. Yeah, there's a small few people that do. Right. Those, especially in the Dragon Ball fan manga community. Or or just in general. It's in like general. any things that they like is probably something that other people are doing. Mm-hmm. And so they're not doing it for themselves. Right. They don't have anything they're doing for themselves, so they can't comprehend somebody being excited for this and then be like well you know it's just his family and it's like yes but it's something that you created something that you you're working with people on and it took time to do that right and it's like i look back how much time it actually took to get to this point and i've been in, in a way i've been working on this for almost yeah i said three years what well, it took me three years to open up i've been working on this for about five years if that and that's and that's and that's going to make it all the more uh, gratifying when it does finally come up and you have something tangible to show. It's like mm-hmm. you know, no matter what, it's like this. Is something I did. Nobody can take away the fact that I put the work in and all these people who helped me. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, regardless of whatever. And you know, they I say, just they say always remember the people that were there for you when right. you were there at your lowest. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I always thought that was uh, admirable. So that's what I wanted to talk to you. Uh, but we, like I said, I said we're going to wrap it up and then kept talking for four minutes. Yeah. Um, so this is a little bit more of my concise. Uh, I don't know if you listen to any of my episodes. I have a habit of, as I say, falling down a rabbit hole of talking about something and then my mind goes one way and then oh, I just... I'm the same way. It's yeah. Like, my, I tend to... I have the uh, act of just... Uh, what's the word? What's the word? We're kind of like just going dreading on and on. And right. Because I get nervous. It's like when I get nervous, I talk. I talk a lot. Or I, it's like I'm waiting to say when I'm scared, I just talk. 
have a big mouth. Like, don't shut up. So, what? Uh, where can people? Um, I was gonna say meet you. Where can people find you at on um, like Instagram or Twitter or whatever? We have Twitter. We have Instagram. We have MeWe YouTube. Uh, we're also on Amino, Dragon Ball Z Amino, if they have that. And we also have a Patreon. So um, if you guys want to support us, you know where you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yes, we have Facebook as well. What's uh, the, um, the, the names? Uh, let's see. We are Dragon Ball Omega on Twitter. We are Dragon Ball Omega on Instagram. We are the creator on MeWe. Or I think I changed that, but I don't know. I'll leave links. Everything's on my Twitter, so I'll link everything to you. Know, to show everyone that. Um, yeah. My Facebook, excuse me. I think my Facebook, if I remember correctly, and that's a shame. That's a shame that I don't remember what my Facebook is. <laughs> <laughs> um, my fake, my well, my main Facebook is Omega Champ, but preferably I prefer you guys to join my Omega Manga, is what it's called. On my uh, Mega Manga page, that's where our fan page is at, and that's where you know I post, you know, from here and time, from time to time. Um, we're also on YouTube. We're Dragon Ball Mega on YouTube as well. Okay. And I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, I really appreciate uh, Omega giving me the opportunity to come to his home and interview him and talk to him. This is just something that. Like I said, I, I found interesting and hope that you will too as well. Hopefully you can uh, hit him up on his various social media. Um, also, if you guys want to help support and help us grow. Oh, yeah, you, you said you had a Patreon. Go ahead. Yes, uh, uh, you can donate to us on Patreon as well. I'm also giving away t-shirts as well. Uh, I posted it on Twitter. So this is a limited edition for the Shin Ryu shirt. Has a picture of the two baby main characters on it. And it's a white shirt, but uh, I think I'll offer it in different colors as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, check those out. Um, you can reach me on my uh, both Twitter and Instagram, Bold Expressions at BLD Expressions. Once again, that is Bold Expressions, BLD Expressions on both Twitter and Instagram. You can hit me up on my email, ctl6985 at gmail.com. I uh, appreciate you guys for just taking the time to listen and hope you go check his uh, stuff out. Uh, let me know what you think. Um, hope you enjoy this episode. Um, reach out to me and let me know what your, your thoughts. Have a good day, good morning, good evening, whenever you're listening to this. And as always, don't be so busy proving your point that you forget your purpose.